Hello, everyone. It's time for another Jimmy and Redders NRL podcast. And Jimmy Newburn just talking off air. Goodness me, it's an interesting bottom half of the eight, isn't it? Yeah, there's a couple of spots up for grabs with, um, yeah, it appears pretty well four teams for uh, for two spots. I think Cronulla's four and against probably keeps them safe. But, um, yeah, four teams, two spots. It's um, yeah, pretty tight. Absolutely it is. Let's go into results last week and we'll drill down on what's going to happen this week. We won't spend too much time with last week because I want to talk to Jimmy about some of the shenanigans that are going on at South and then also coming out today at Canterbury. Um, Interesting times for those two clubs. The Eels, as they have done in the last few years, beat Penrith 32-18, that game at Penrith. And you don't, Parramatta must be a very difficult team to follow because when they do that, they're a great side. The Warriors beat the Dragons 18-6. The Dragons at least showing some real ticker. The Cowboys 34 over the Dolphins 10. The Storm 37 over the Titans 16. And Des Hasler's got an enormous amount of work to do in the offseason with the Gold Coast defence. They are porous. The Roosters 32 over the Tigers 8, but a very costly win. The Broncos 29 over the Raiders 18 in Canberra. Man, Jimmy's Manly 42-24 over the Dogs and Newcastle 32-6 over St. Uh, Cronulla, that game at the Newcastle National Sports Centre. And they're on they're on fire at the moment. Jimmy, quickly, Manly played some touch footy against the Bulldogs and put on some pretty good tries and played some pretty good attacking football at, at Stadium Australia first up. Yeah, I actually, to be honest, haven't seen much of it because I was at the Swans game on Sunday, but um, I got a message very early on and saying Manly suck. I think they trailed 6-0 and I looked and thought, geez, it's not going to happen, surely. And yeah, it... Um, Daily Cherry Evans masterclass, from what I can understand. Um, yeah, the dogs obviously um, aren't very good this year, but um, yeah, it's good for Manly. They've been okay the two weeks prior to that. Manly are actually okay against like, the two two of the top sides, Penrith and the Warriors. They got beat, but they were actually okay. If they had that effort through the year, they probably be higher than where they ended up. But um, yeah, it was good to good to get a bit of confidence against the dogs and and touch wood. They'll do the same to the West Tigers um, on Friday afternoon for Jake Trebojevic's two hundredth game. 200 games for a very, very good player. And, of course, a local junior. I think the, the Trebojevic was at yep. yeah. I thought they were up there. I thought they were a long way north. They should be playing rugby union. That's 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 rugby union country. The Raiders and the Roosters um, had interesting results of the tribunal in that they were bad. The Raiders got resolved by the Broncos and then the mad redhead, Corey Horsburgh, has gone for four. And then Jared Warrior Hargraves, an interesting like tackle and then a Liverpool kiss. And Jimmy's a Liverpool fan. That wasn't much of a Liverpool kiss. I'm sure Jimmy's copped worse in his illustrious football career. But the Roosters, 32-8. Warrior Hargrave's gone for seven, if you don't mind, which will rule him out of some internationals. Horsburgh for four. Um, it hurts the Roosters. Roosters have been playing good footy. And I was, to be quite honest, not so much sure about Horsburgh, but Warrior Hargraves, he's, a, he's fanning a mad as a cut snake. It's as simple as that. Probably might be uh, regretting his decision come March next year when his teammates jet off to Las Vegas and he's uh, sitting at Sydney and, and training himself and not heading over there because it's probably cost him a trip to there, depending on I'm not sure how many internationals that, that he can count in the thing. But seven weeks, I'd imagine, will include round one. So I um, think he'll be right if there's three more coming. So it depends on how the Roosters go. I'm not overly convinced the Roosters will get past week one. If they've got to play Newcastle, New Lambton, God help us all. Yeah, well, that's right. That's right. But yeah, the the, the hit itself was was pretty silly. It was like, he's very he's very lucky it didn't actually collect him flush and and solidly it got him hard enough, but it would have taken his absolute head off. But um, yeah, it was it, the game was over at that point. It was I think they were already up by twenty or close to twenty points at that stage, and well, fair enough, raced up, put some pressure on, but um, 
the fact that the, yeah, the size difference made it look probably worse, but the the, action, the swinging action of the arm and and basically it wasn't wasn't aimed any lower than than his chin and his head. So it was it was just silly. The headbutt was probably a little bit silly as well. It wasn't it wasn't a whole heap of force. And again, he's probably lucky that the force wasn't as wasn't as big there. He could have got a little bit longer, but. Um, yeah, not not the smartest thing. He's starting to be a bit of a liability. He's been a fantastic player over the years, but he's just starting to get just cost him a little bit with a few of his little silly suspensions. So having him and Radley um, constantly on the sidelines probably not helping him. hasn't certainly hasn't helped him this year. Correct. Jimmy was talking off there just before we started recording everybody about the ladder. So I'm going to go through it. It's fascinating that the top five defensive sides are the top five teams in the ladder. Sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't. But the top two sides' defence has been ridiculously good. We'll go to that now. In first is Brisbane. They've they're, um, got a 224 differential with 393 against. They're first by two points. Penrith on 40 with a ridiculous 300 points against. And when you consider the Parramatta put 32 on the weekend, it's even more remarkable. The Warriors are third on 38. And from what, I, what I'm seeing here, they're not necessarily safe in third. They would love to get a final in New Zealand, obviously, because they'll be hard to beat. But the uh, Warriors there with a differential of 148. Melbourne put on a clinic on the weekend over the Gold Coast who couldn't defend a loaf of bread. Honestly, Jimmy, if we gave the ball to Jimmy in the left-hand channel, he'd run straight through their defence now, and Jimmy's got one knee. That's how bad they are. The Storm with a 158 differential. The Knights have now got a 155 differential, and they're... Just flying, Newcastle. The Sharks are a little bit vulnerable on 32, but I'll, Jimmy, Jimmy, I agree with you. I think they're safe on differential 104. It's the Raiders that have got problems at 119 differential on 32. The Rabbits are 30 in the eight. They're 73. The Cowboys are 36 plus. They're on um, 30 points. And the Roosters are on 30 points as well on a minus 38. Jimmy, if the finals were played today, it'd be Brisbane hosting Melbourne, Penrith hosting New Zealand, Newcastle hosting Souths, and Cronulla hosting Canberra. I don't think those finals will be that way after this weekend. First of all, your thoughts on that top 10? Yeah, um, I, I think, well, based on the results, I think Penrith will actually, I think they'll, it's, it's an interesting, it'll come down to tomorrow night's game. The Broncos dropped that game, Penrith win, they'll jump the Broncos, and then Penrith have rested a few, and the Cowboys are playing for their season. It's um, There's a few little Twists and turns. I think one thing's probably sure the Knights, um, I think, will beat St. George and they'll finish fifth. And although Cronulla can jump them by a point, because um, the Knights have actually also rested a couple of players. Nice to secure in a home final, but it's a matter of whether it's the fifth game or the, the fifth place game or the sixth place. Um, as I said, the Warriors um, will still get a home final. It won't be week one, but they'll still get one in week two or three. But um, there was a massive amount of resting. So it's, it's actually probably the hardest round of the year to pick this week with the footy tipping, given that um, some of those the red-hot favourites normally are, are probably outsiders. And um, Penrith may choose to rest more if, if Brisbane do win the game tomorrow night. Penrith might rest another four or five players because they then can't get to first. So, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. The Cowboys, as the Cowboys and Roosters can jump in. The Cowboys would have to beat Penrith, and that, that would then make the Raiders a bit shaky. Um, Yes, it would. Canberra probably turned into um, Penrith fans at the moment, um, hoping that they can just keep the Cowboys out, then it won't matter. Um, Canberra will, will be guaranteed, and it'll be down to, obviously, the Roosters-Rabbits for the for the final spot on Friday night, um, to which, yeah, game I'll be at, actually, on Friday night. So it'll be, be a nice little battle for the uh, for the rivals. It's fascinating the way that this has evolved. Um, and, yes, there's so many 
teams that are resting to play is, Jimmy, this is a major issue south of the Murray River where, of course, this weekend is a pre-finals bye and these arresting of players was done particularly by Ross Lyon from Fremantle and Brad Scott then at North Melbourne. And that caused the AFL to act and put in this pre-finals bye. The, the amount of teams that are resting, as Jimmy's just said, is crazy. And Jimmy's right. When we go through these games, it, they're bloody hard to pick. And the, the betting lines will be really interesting to see what the people back at Sportsbet think, Jim, to be honest. But it's very, very interesting. And you're right. The, the Raiders need some luck because they can't finish level with anyone. They're differential. They've got pogoed so many times. They're minus 119. So well, it's, it's right. It's just depending on Penrith, really, because the Roosters or Souths are, uh, are going to finish on 32. So yep. um, if Canberra can't beat Cronulla, it's going to be down to the Penrith, needing Penrith to win for them. So, um, but although they take it out of everyone's hands and, and beat the Sharks, and then they're fine. But, but with. Um, Hallsborough and um, Papa Lee out. I don't know that that's, um, that's a realistic thing either than Cronulla play for a home final. Okay, here we go, everybody. Round 27 starting tomorrow night. It's Brisbane and Melbourne at Lang Park, and you'll wonder whether that's going to be a precursor for the finals. Um, two very good football sides. Again, it'll come down to the resting. Um, we'll, we'll have a look at that in a minute. It's Manly and the West Tigers. That's the last game of the season for both that games at Brookvale Oval. And then the game that Jimmy's going to be at, phenomenal game for round 27. It really is. You'll wonder if they realised how big it would become. The rivals. Sorry, that's not at Stadium Australia. That, that game's at Stadium Australia. My big, very big pardon. I thought that game was at Sydney Footy Stadium. It's not. It's at Stadium Australia. The Rabbits and the Roosters at 8pm Friday. Saturday afternoon, the Dolphins finish their season at Lang Park. They've got the Warriors. The Warriors fine-tuning for the finals. Then we start to get really serious. Penrith and the Cowboys is the twilight game. That game's in Penrith. And the Cowboys simply have to win. The Dragons host the Knights. That's at Cogra Jubilee, traditional ground, 7.30 Saturday night. You'd think the Knights would be favourites there. The Titans and the Bulldogs might put on 80 points, and that's not a joke. And fascinating game to finish the season. Cronulla and Canberra. And Canberra will know what they've got to do, James. But we'll go back to round the first game, Brisbane and Melbourne. Now, goodness me, who's in and who's out? What's going to happen here? The, the ins and outs are huge. It's crazy, yeah. A couple of debutants for the Broncos as well. Um, Josh Rogers and Blake Moses. Blake Moses has been a pretty highly rated junior from all reports. So um, I think play, play off the bench, I think he plays hooker. Um, talking to Cameron Smith-like sort of player, so... Interesting to see there. I guess if anything, you get to see a bit of the future. Pappenhaus is back at fullback um, for his second game. So interesting there. Jack Howarth, who's been one of the young guns that has been potentially touted all year, the last two seasons. He finally gets his debut in the last round. And they're the unrecognisable teams. If Brisbane win, they'll likely be Brisbane versus Melbourne in week one of the finals again next week. So yeah. um, if Melbourne win, that can then obviously throw the, throw the top four around. So... Um, I guess in a way, Canberra probably want Brisbane to win as well because that's probably going to encourage Penrith to drop some players and in turn then, uh, sorry, want Melbourne to win so the Penrith keep their players in, I should say, and and, um, and then push the Cowboys out of it. But it's, every game has got, every early game sort of got a, a something riding on for a late team in the later games. But um, I still don't know who to pick. It's it's, it's just a crazy... I'll, Based on their previous record of the last seven or eight times, I think it is. I'll go with Melbourne, but um, yeah, I just I don't know. It's it's the, the both sets of halves are 
was it Rogers and Madden against Nicarima and Wishard? Who would have thought that in a um, in a Broncos Storm game? But um, I'll go with Melbourne. But I, it's it's a toss of a coin with most of these games. I think. Um, but yeah, we'll go with Melbourne in a narrow one. Brisbane for me very narrowly. I think Manly will beat the West Tigers. The West Tigers have got a lot of soul searching to do and a lot of work to do in the off season with new management. But I can't see Manly losing that one. They want to see sign their fans off. And as you said, it's a two hundredth game. So Manly for mine reasonably comfortably. Yeah, I think they'll win that easy. Um yeah, be great to um be great to finish the season well. As I said, it's been a rough couple of results that just went against them and showed potential through the year. But Gordon Chan come Tong gets another chance. Um was pretty good on debut. Kicked a going. Cherry Evans even gave him a shot at penalty goal at the end of the game last week. So he managed to score a goal on debut, which is fantastic. Tigers are just um yeah, Tigers would just be happy to win the season's finished, I think. And I think me and they win that pretty easily. The Rabbits and the Roosters, Jimmy's gonna beat this game at Stadium Australia. What a game. This is just it's an awesome the potential of this game is huge. Where Hargraves on the um in the naughty boys been as it as is Latrell Mitchell. I'm confident about my Roosters. I think the Roosters will win. I think they'll win by six to eight. I just think that they're in great form, and I'm not convinced that Souths are in great form at the moment. Yeah, I, I just want to say some fireworks as a neutral. It'd be it's going to be a fantastic game. That's um. One of the boys that we'll be with is, is a mad South fan and one's a mad Roosters fan, so it'll be, it'd be interesting to sit in the middle of those two going at it um, up in the box on Friday. But um, I, I was I probably was leaning towards the Roosters until Warrior Hargreaves got suspended and Manu got injured. So um, Angus Crichton comes back but um, and Teddy comes back, but I'm, I'm going to go with South. I'm, and even even going to go, I reckon, Golden Point. It's just, just one of those one of those rivalries that's always close and given that the spot in the finals on the line, we'll go with Golden Point just to just to really get the crowd going and um maybe get an extra tw- ten minutes of footy would be nice to see as well. Not if you're a Roosters fan. Um <laughs> I might add that Joey, this is Wednesday night we're recording this, everybody. So it's forty eight hours basically from game time or fifty hours. And Manu's been named. I have no faith that he'll be playing. I don't I think well, that he'll I heard a little whisper earlier. I think it was something popped up on Fox Sports and I was just on the answer before that he that he was going to be out. So Okay. Well that's not on the NRL website, which is my source here. But yes, I, I would Jimmy's got more connections than a Meccano set, so I'll take Jimmy's word for that one. The Dolphins and the Warriors. The Dolphins have been terrific in their first season. They've faded. They faded as we thought they would, but they put in some great performances showing how good a coach Wayne Bennett is. However, the Warriors will win and win comfortably at Lang Park. Um, yeah, the Warriors, see the Warriors have they've also like um Sean Johnson's out. Uh, Luke Metcalf, who's been playing in the halves with him, is also out. So it's a whole new set of halves there. Um, Fanua Blake is out, and as is Tohu Harris. So that's um, that's pretty much. And Watini and Watini Zelezniak, who's been the form winger in the whole competition Watini's for the last Lesniak six weeks. And Charles Nickel Cookstad. So it's um, yeah, it's a pretty fair. It's a pretty fair list of players that are out, isn't it? To be yeah, honest with you, best six players. If, if I just jump over to sports, but Dolphins a dollar fifty-seven, the Warriors two dollars forty-one. So, um, which is probably unheard of given the Warriors' form and the Dolphins' form. The Dolphins pretty comfortable favourites in that. I, um, well, based on those six guys, that's six half as half. They're starting side. Are out resting. I know Mitch Barnett's a good player, and Dylan Walker coming to lock is a good player. Tamari Martin and whatnot, but it's, it's you can't replace them. Your, your halves, your two front rowers, your hooker. Uh, not your hooker. Your um, your lock and your fullback. So 
I'm going to go with I'll go with the Dolphins to to finish as they started in a in a narrow one as well. Tabu Ifido is back at fullback, and we'll go we'll go with the Dolphins in a narrow one again. It's um it's a game that the Warriors are probably going to finish. It could drop the Warriors down to fourth as well. I think the Storm can jump over. That could depend on the Thursday game as well. And interestingly, here under Penrith and North Queensland, these sides could change. These sides could change dramatically. And I mean dramatically. But if we go on the sides that are there now, Edwards, Tungo, Summit and Eisenhuth, Sorensen and Taruva in for Penrith, Luai and McLean out for Penrith, and uh, the Cowboys have got four in on the bench. I'm The Cowboys will give a good show of themselves, but I'm, I'm favouring Penrith, subject to who runs out on the night. Yeah, look, I'm going to stick with Penrith. I know well, Edwards and Kenny... Um, had their week off last week. So even if I, I don't see them wanting to have two weeks in a row off, unless they're carrying any little niggles. Um, so even if they choose to rest a few more players, I think Edwards and Kenny will, will probably play. Whether Cleary, Cleary may be the one they take out, mind you. Um, it's, yeah, as I said, this, it's all dependent on the, the early games, but I'm still going to stick with Penrith. I think even if, even if Brisbane win, I think, I think Penrith, even though it'll, it'll make for a very desperate Cowboys, but, it's a tough place to have to go to um to, to win when you're outside the eight and have to win to make it for the Cowboys. A very, very tough place to go. But um is it the five thirty game at Penrith. So we'll go with Penrith. Um but again I think it's I think it's another tight game. At the dollar twenty seven. That's a bit short. So we're going to camp uh, the St George and Newcastle. This game's being played at the beautiful well not beautiful, but the traditional Chicago Jubilee. Gago Ponga, Croslin and Frizzell out for the Knights. Um, and Finau and Musgrave out for the Dragons. The Dragons are a show here, to be told, because of the amount of players out. I'm still going to pick Newcastle. I and I tell you why. It's um, I just think they're on one of those runs where they're almost unstoppable. Um, yeah, look, eight in a row. It's it's. I know a few few fanatical mates that have been through probably a lot of curry over the last few years, especially for me, but um, eight in a row, the, the town sort of that gets behind them. It's, it's a pretty big thing. And said it's the last time they, they had a winning streak um, of seven or more. It was 2001 when they went on to, to beat Parramatta as, as rank outsiders in the grand final. So it's, it's which um, it's, it's going to take a long, another five weeks of footy before they can think they can win a comp. But that, from where they were two months ago to where they are now, they're, they're every chance. Um, I mean, eighteen dollars now. They were probably four hundred and one dollars about eight weeks ago when they were sitting in the bottom four. So, um, I think I'll go with the Knights still. Um, the Dragons have improved a lot the last few weeks. Um, they're certainly playing a little bit more competitive, but um, I'll go with the Knights. Um, Hastings is in the reserves, so he's going to be pretty close to that ankle. Um, but yeah, I think I'll, I'll still go with the Knights. Lockie Miller, maybe. A just a couple of farewell game for him before Ponga comes back for the finals before he goes back overseas. And um, Marju just re-signed again today, I think, to another two or three seasons, which is really good. But, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with the Knights. Just, just Knights in a narrow one. I agree. The Titans and the Bulldogs, this honestly could be 80 points plus. The only reason I'm picking the – well, two reasons. The Dogs, who we'll talk, up, we'll talk about them now. Gee, the Dogs have not had a good last 24 to 48 hours – all sorts of issues, and you wonder whether some of the players there aren't tough enough to play rugby league. It's as simple as that because Serrato is going old school on them, and some of them don't like it. Yet they produce poor results all the time. They really have struggled for a long time, Jim. And as I said, the news today, not good out of Canterbury, not good at all. 
No, just watching a bit of 360 from last night. They um, they, they haven't improved. Like, they're sitting in the same spot, the same amount of wins that they're playing. You'd, you'd argue there's a, the list is better, but they're um, they're playing worse than what they were with with Dean Pay coaching them and uh, Mick Potter coaching them. Um, the last two coaches. So, um, and that's not a Serraldo. I don't think it's a Serraldo. It was his first year, but at the same time, there are a lot of the guys that he, that they signed that went there for him, and, and then Gus has obviously signed over the last couple of years that. That aren't aiming up. I don't know. It's 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 pretty ordinary, and the, you don't know how accurate. There's always an element of truth to some of the reports of the of the, the playing group getting upset for being training too hard. Well, I'm pretty sure it's it's a sport where you need to train hard, or you're probably not going to get anywhere. And that's probably shows that the Bulldogs' defence are conceding 34 points a game. I think it is. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I know the Titans can't tackle very well, but yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Titans as well. But the Dogs. Just yeah, especially the last forty-eight hours, just one thing after another, and yeah, I, I'm not sure another twelve months of that, and and Gus's position is probably the one that's got to be looked at because he's the one signing these guys up. So it's not so much the exist the older older players that are causing the issues. It's some of them, I believe, are the ones that Gus has actually brought in. So um, yeah, interesting times that they're in the same. I said probably worse off than last year, and yeah, I'm not sure they were pretty bad last week from all reports. But um, we'll go with the Titans um, in the actual game itself. I think the Titans and can finish the season well for feeder can for feeder will have a field day on that edge if, if the Bulldogs defense is like it was last week. Oh, absolutely well. And talk about a fascinating game to finish the season, a bit like Super Sunday in the AFL last week. They finish off with Canberra and Cronulla, and the Raiders will know, Jimmy, what they have to do. The Raiders may not have to do anything. The Raiders may be able to just play, but I suspect that the Raiders may have to win. Yeah, that's right. They um yeah, they'll, they'll finish. I think they'll finish eighth. I think if um, um, if the other results go and they stay in, they, they'll probably end up eighth because the Roosters or South will go ahead of them. So they're probably then probably going to win to avoid the Knights. If, if if that's a bit of incentive as well, win to go in, but also win to avoid the Knights and, and eighth spot. So um, it's yeah, it's I guess they've got the benefit of playing the last game of the round. They know exactly what they've got to do. They know if they're out, they're in. I guess it'll take Ricky Stewart may choose the rest of some players. Yep. Um, if they're secure as well, if they'll, they'll know that pretty much straight after the five thirty game when Penrith and the Cowboys finish. If, if Ricky's going to rest a few more players and where he either plays them all, goes all out for the home final, or just concedes and and just say we're happy we're in and and just get everyone through healthy to the next week because straight knockout as it is. But um, yeah, it's a tough game. I think Cronulla win the game, but um, it's just a matter of what what the um, what the Raiders the position the Raiders will be in going into it. Yep, it's as simple as that. Um... I think Cronulla will win. Um, I think the Raiders is the Raiders' defense is problematic and has been for a while. Um, so no, it could be a. It's going to be a fascinating round. Make sure, and, uh, Jimmy. I really hope you enjoy that game at Stadium Australia. Um, make sure you're on your best behaviour, though, big boy. Yeah, I'll be behaving. I've got a, another. I've got to back it up the next day at the races as well. So we need to uh, try and try and pace ourselves. The Melbourne Cup. Um, it's a Melbourne Cup. It's not a. It's not a nine hundred down the straight at Broadmeadow. So, um, got to make sure we're, we're in good shape for a couple of days in a row. But it should be good, good couple of days to uh, to, yeah, to get away and celebrate um, one of the boys' birthdays. Ah, oh, very good. Oh, that sounds that sounds like a, a dangerous weekend with you with some of with some of your colleagues, my friend. And yeah, I, I saw a photo of him going. Sorry, you want to say? Oh, just just keeping keeping Rads in check will be the one. I'll, I'll be travelling down with him on Friday, so we'll. Uh, no doubt he'll be. Uh, he'll have the the nights the nights at Parallon and and all over the car. So I might have to wear a manly jersey just to um to calm him down a little bit. 
Oh, he'll probably give you some stick for that. He'll probably be cock a hoop, the great man. And Jim, I saw a photo of the great Byron sunning himself on the deck. Did I not? He does. Yeah, he's he's enjoying the warm weather. He won't enjoy the storm in about an hour. But yeah, he, uh, the nice warm. He collapsed after our, our walk yesterday afternoon and, and decided to lay paws up in the air and facing the sun to to sun his undercarriage and, and his and his bits. So he's uh, yeah, certainly enjoying the warm weather. Oh, very good. Very good. Oh, hopefully he's, he he won't enjoy this storm. Like it's just you probably heard in the background, everybody on through my headphones. It's been rumbling through the Central Coast, and our new dog down here is uh, struggling a little bit. The poor bugger, Jimmy. Thank you so much for your time. Enjoy your footy this weekend. You got to, and your racing. I hope you have a great weekend, mate. Enjoy yourself, and um, best of luck to Gavy AFC also on on Saturday. Yeah, big day for for the Bombers. So obviously defending premiers, but in the first grade, but we got yeah, straight into knockout last week. We had a good win last weekend, but. Yeah, into Cardiff, Cardiff this week, and, and my boys have got um, have got Wyland Lakes who have, have got done a number on us for a couple of games, but quietly confident the boys can can reverse that and, and we can get through another week. Very good, very good, Jimmy. Thank you so much for your time. It's been great talking football with you. Have a lovely weekend. Look forward to speaking to you next week, my friend. Thanks, Redders. On behalf of Jimmy Newburn, this is David Redden. You will enjoy your football this weekend. It's a huge round. Go the Roosters. Go the Roosters. Hope the Roosters get home. On behalf of Jim, this is David. Bye-bye.